We're doubling up on a Tuesday. Yeah, the AL East come out a little bit earlier this morning. We've got the AL Central right now on Tuesday, May 31st to end the month of May. Jack McMullen, Ryan Miller wearing the Orleans Firebirds hat. Yeah. Um, man, I just got back from the South. What have you been on? Long time, no talk. Yeah, just uh, college baseball, really. I've been watching a lot. We had the live stream yesterday for the selection show. That was fun. And more games Friday. So it's going to start getting getting interesting here regionals get going on friday all the national seeds the entire bracket was revealed yesterday you guys did a a, a great um what what'd you guys use Streamyard. yes yeah, Streamyard. we streamed to twitter and youtube and we yeah. just watched the show on another monitor and went over the uh the different regionals crossover you got to listen to boys of spring to get your college baseball analysis but uh is it tennessee versus the field yeah, uh, they might be the best college baseball team of our generation. Just what they've done. The stat was they've hit the same amount of home runs as earned runs allowed. So that's, that's pretty ridiculous. crazy. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and, and I know some of those bats are really solid. What Jordan Beck is a guy that's really solid for them, right? Yep. Jordan um, Beck is is a big draft guy this year. Obviously, uh, Ben Joyce coming out of that bullpen. Chase Dolander. Okay, yeah. So I'm really in on uh, on Dolander, Chase Dolander. Yeah. I, the guy is a stud, and he carves. I mean, he's a mid '90s yeah. fastball with great secondary offerings. He's like he's a pitchability guy with really good stuff. Yeah, he's going to be a high draft pick here soon. Yeah, but he's not eligible this year. It's next not this year, right? year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So how about that, man? All right, let's get back to the AL Central. Uh, again, this is just an, a very underwhelming division. So we're going to spice it up a little bit. We're going to hand out. Uh, through the first two months of the season, the AL Central MVP, the AL Central Cy Young, and the AL Central Rookie of the Year. But first, just a survey look at each team. Minnesota still leads the division by four and a half games. They're 29 and 20. Uh, they are six and four in their last 10, and they're just not healthy at the moment. Jose Miranda got optioned. He got recalled after Royce Lewis got hurt. Nick Gordon is thrusted back into a pretty much everyday role. When this team is healthy, you can obviously see that they can win the American League Central, but it, it was the same thing as last year, right? The injury bug just continues to bite them in the behind. Yeah, and Buxton's healthy, and he's just not performing right now. He's slumping at the yeah, moment. Yeah, he's slumping right now. Um, I believe Carlos Correa has COVID. He's on that injured list. Uh, Royce Lewis, he's shown some great, great flashes this year, being a very good big leaguer. Unfortunately, crashed into a wall, made a great catch and hurt his knee i believe so yeah. he, he's going to be out for a little bit shouldn't be too long but at full strength this team is pretty good but right now they're just depleted so eight more games in the month of may than april for byron buxton but just going back to that at the moment buxton in 13 games in april hit 271 with an ops over a thousand in 21 games in may he's hitting 163 with a 628 ops he hasn't been good at all yeah, and I remember just a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about him being in the conversation for the MVP award. I mean, we know what he can do. It's just, it's just a slump right now. I'm not overly concerned, but he definitely has to get it going. Yeah, 100%. The White Sox are second in the division right now. They sit at an even 23-23. and 23. They open in Toronto tonight, and that's going to be a good one. I think it's Giolito and Gosman tonight, which will be kick-ass. Uh, but yeah, the White Sox, 23-23, and 23, four and a half back. They're five and five in their last 10. Good news, Lance Lynn starts a rehab assignment in Charlotte. Bad news, Tim Anderson pulled a groin. He's probably out for a month. 
Like yeah. this team, man, I, they just can't survive the course of a season. Like Eloy Jimenez had a setback. Apparently he took himself out of a rehab game in Charlotte a couple days ago. Um, I, it's just not looking too hot. Dylan Cease wasn't going to throw in Toronto, but he's on the restricted list. We don't have to get into that. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, like, it, it, it's just crazy to me because last year it was, wow, they still ran away with the division. Let's see what they can do when they have full health for a year. And here we are deprived of full health for a year again. Yeah, it's tough. And they made some nice moves as well. Getting AJ Pollock, in my opinion, was a pretty good deal. Um, and we've seen the struggles that Kimbrell has went through so far this year, yeah, but at, at full strength, I definitely think that this team competes directly with the twins for the division but it's tough. There, you it's think? T- okay, so you say complete? Do you, or compete? Do you think they compete with the Twins at full health, or do you think they blow the Twins out of the water? I don't know if they blow the Twins out of the water, but maybe like like a three or four game lead to take the division, and the Twins hanging around there. Yeah, that's fair. Um, how hyped were you when you saw the Dallas Keuchel got DFA'd? <laughs> not as hype as you apparently i was so hyped to see yeah it was just it got to the point where he was just sucking starts away from guys that were gonna put better starts together objectively yeah. like okay he could spin a gem but i will take the 50th percentile outcome of davis martin or johnny cueto over dallas keichel any day of the week yeah for sure and how many years did he have left on his deal. Was this the last one? Um, no, I think he had one more. Well, either way, I mean, you, you need guys out there performing. And with the White Sox current state, as we just mentioned, with the injuries and all that, they just they need to get quality starts, and he was not giving it to them. 100%. Uh, I've got the answer here. Three years, $55 million. I'm going on Spotrack at the moment. Or Spotrack, sorry. Um. No, he was signed through 2023. Um, okay. Yeah, so he he had one more deal, but he's going to clear outright. And you know what? Like, it's one of those where you're going to have to eat a lot of it. Yeah. But I, I'd rather eat it and have other people starting. Think about that. Like, yeah. that is that sucks, dude. I, I think about buyouts in sports all the time like that. Like, you're getting paid millions of dollars to not pitch for you. Yeah, it's, That's it's so crazy. disrespectful. It's crazy, yeah. So it's you bad. think he's going to go to the minors with the White Sox, or you think that no, he's no, no. going to get straight he, up released? It, it's going to be a release. Um, okay. So he got DFA. Like it's not he's not going to clear it. He's not going to be outrighted to Charlotte. Like it's it's he's he's done with the White Sox. He's going to be a free agent. Somebody else can pick him up if they want, and they can pick yeah. him up on on the White Sox dime pretty much. So um, yeah, we'll we'll see how that shakes out. Cleveland is third in the AL Central right now at 20 and 24. They're six and a half back. They're four and six in their last 10. J Ram has been good. He's been, he was great in April. He's been good in May. Everybody else has just kind of sucked in May. That's wise. Yeah, there's been some tough breaks. Uh, Quan is continuing to kind of tread He's water cold. right now. He's yeah. Cold. Um, I think his WRC plus is like maybe like a 99 or something. So he's, He's pretty league average. Um, I think Josh Naylor's fell off a little bit. But they called up Oscar Gonzalez, who's an interesting bat. I like him. Th- yeah, throughout the minors, he's just really performed, um, as did Quan before he got the call. So it'll be interesting. I think he's getting a lot of playing time. Um, 
Richie Palacios is a guy who's also performed in the minors. Maybe he can start putting together some good ABs and gives give them some uh give some give produce them some runs. Um but yeah, other than that, I mean Andres Jimenez, he isn't really is he still performing? Jimenez has been fine. Yeah, yeah. So right now he's at a one thirty WRC plus. So he's kind of carrying that offense with with Ramirez. I believe that, yeah, Framil Reyes is down with a strained hamstring. Not that he was performing anyway, but. Yeah, Jimenez has an 805 OPS. Owen Miller's at 785, but Juan, his OPS is under 700. He's down to 244. Um, yeah, you mentioned Palacios. Miles Straw, his OPS is down to under 650, and he's hitting 232. Mercado's playing all the time. Ahmed Rosario's playing all the time, and they're not, producing any power whatsoever um i do like oscar gonzalez i think that's a great name that you bring up because i saw oscar gonzalez uh in the first month of the season at the triple a level when he was with columbus and this is a guy you're right he's hit at every stop and you know he's he's got 30 homer potential um you know he's not going to be 300 with 30 homers and 100 driven in because that's an mvp candidate but you know he could be like a Dansby Swanson 30. You know how Dansby Swanson almost got to 30 homers? Like, yeah. how does he do that, right? right. I think that's going to be Oscar Gonzalez. He's going to provide fine outfield defense, and he's going to hit in the 250 range. That's a guy that can survive and thrive on a major league roster. So I'm totally in on it. Um, yeah. He I, hit, how many homers did he hit last year? It was, it was a, a good bunch. amount. Yeah, I'm pulling up his stats right now. Okay, so... Last year at the minor league level, he slashed 293, 329, 542, and hit 31 homers. Yep. Only walked 22 times, but he still hits bombs. Yeah, he still hits bombs. He had an 871 OPS. Um, now, granted, you know, those numbers are probably going to trend down, especially in the batting average department, and the strikeout rate was manageable. It was right around the high 20s, low 30s, so... Um, you know, you could see that drift into the low 30s. So he's going to have some swing and miss there. But you know what? Yeah. Not the end of the world here. Um, yeah, quickly through the bottom two, because again, the bottom two are uh, no bueno, I would say. After Cleveland is Detroit at 18 and 29. They're 10 back. Kansas City is 16 and 31. They're 12 back and they're two and eight over the last 10. Detroit can't hit. They've got the second lowest team OPS among anybody in the month of May. Like they can't hit. However, they can pitch. Yeah. Kansas city can kind of hit. They cannot pitch. Yeah. uh, I saw some good outings from Brady singer recently. He's been fine for them, but other than that, it's been very rough. MJ Melendez coming in and really having a nice start to his big league career. That's pretty solid. Bobby Witt's, continuing his upward trend so hopefully he can get to full potential soon but yeah you're right uh kind of polar opposites how about this they're both doing bad four uh five there are five teams with a staff era over five in the month of may cincinnati at 515 washington at 516 colorado at 535 kansas city at 550 they're giving up five and a half runs per game they are just the second worst pitching staff in the month of May. The San Francisco Giants have a 5-5-8 staff ERA. Really? Yep. Interesting. San Francisco has a 5-5-8 huh. staff ERA in the month of May. Wow. That's kind of crazy. I, I guess some of their bullpen arms aren't performing right now. 
Yeah. They've, they've been putting together some decent starts from uh, Jacob Junis. And, Junis has been good. Yeah, and Logan Webb had a pretty decent start yesterday until the last inning. But, yeah, that's kind of surprising. Yeah, 100%. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't know. And, and we like some of the young guys that, that are up and moving around for Kansas City. Uh, Detroit is just kind of in a holding pattern at the moment. But we're going to yeah. get to Detroit in a moment. We're also going to get to Kansas City in a moment. I don't think we need to spend much time on, on the teams as a whole. I think Benny is going to look great in another uniform at the trade deadline. Yeah. And I, I think it's a lock to get traded. It's a lock it to get traded. Got to be a lock to get traded. Expiring contract, too. So we're going to hand out AL Central MVP, AL Central Cy Young, and AL Central Rookie of the Year. First for the MVP, I think it's clear cut that it's yeah. Jose Ramirez. He's yeah. fourth in all of Major League Baseball in OPS. He's one of six or seven with an OPS over 1,000. 13 home runs, a 196 WRC plus, and a 440 Woba. So this guy is really hitting right now, and I, he's definitely the clear-cut MVP. And we know how good he can be, and he remains probably one of the more underrated hitters in Major League Baseball. The, the other thing that I love about J-Ram, too, he's hitting 297. He's got a 391 OBP. He's walked 25 times. He's struck out 15 times in 47 7.8% strikeout rate. I love him. Yeah. I love him. And he's six for seven in the stolen base department with 13 bombs. And when I do quick addition here, 13 plus four is 17 plus 11 is 28, 28 extra base hits in 44 games. I'm yeah. totally here for that. Um, and, and the beauty of J Ram is he is a throwback in some senses, but he's also just one of the best baseball players on the planet. It's funny because a lot of people wrote him off because of his size wasn't a big international prospect, obviously hit at every stop and quietly hit 36 bombs last year and stole 27. Yeah. So just a very good player. What do we know about height though? Height don't measure heart, right? Exactly. End quote, Marcus Stroman, testament to the work uh, at all times. So he's our runaway AL Central MVP. Our AL Central Cy Young has to be Tarek Skubal. The guy's sporting a 2-4-4 ERA so far and he I want to say he leads all pitchers in Major League Baseball in F4 because he's going deep into games and he's doing it, you know, consistently with with some swing and miss stuff, but also soft contact. Yeah, and he's not walking anybody and he's getting a lot of ground balls, which that's always going to be a great combination for a pitcher. Uh, he was a pretty hype prospect coming out of the minor leagues, and it seems like he's putting it all together right now and really playing to his full potential. And as you said, giving them a lot of innings as well. I lied. Kevin Gosman has a 2.7 F4. Okay. So far this year, Tarek Skubal is second with a 2.0 F4. That's ridiculous that there is that big of a distance between Gosman and the pack. And Skubal, there's still like three-tenths of a win in between him and Martin Perez and Joe Musgrove. Martin Perez, yeah. by the way. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Skubal's been dominant. Uh, I, was, I was looking through the uh, Major League ERA leaders, and uh, I pointed this out to you right before we hit record. You have to go to Dylan C. So I want to say checks in at 37. So among the top 35 pitchers in Major League Baseball, the only guys in the AL Central are Tarek Skubal and Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. And we know how good the Cleveland Guardians pitching development is, and, and Tristan McKenzie's having a great year as well. But let me ask you this. If the season ended today, who would be the AL Cy Young? Would it be Verlander? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I keep forgetting he's a Blue Jay now. Yeah. Um, no. It, so 
Skubal finishes third at the moment. I think it yeah. goes Gosman, then Verlander, then Skubal. Yeah. What do you think? Are we on the same page there? For sure. Gosman's putting up a great year. I think he runs away with that. But it's going to be a fun race because those three guys are really putting together nice years. Yeah, 100%. Um, Martin Perez also needs some flowers, I guess. Um, NL Cy Young is a wide open race, though. Yeah. Who do you like in that, just without looking? I don't even know. Um, who, who leads the NL and ERA right now? Um, I don't know who leads the NL and ERA, actually, but I can get that for you at the moment. The NL leader in earned run average is not Patrick Corbin or Herman Marquez. It is Pablo Lopez at 183 and then Joe Musgrove at 186. Corbin Burns at 195. Sandy Alcantara at two flat. Another guy for the AL Cy Young that we should mention is ne- Shane McClanahan. Nestor Cortez. Oh, Nestor oh. Cortez. Shane McClanahan, yeah. too. Uh, Manoa, that's a like, fun race there. That's a deep race, dude. The yeah. NL is is a little bit more underwhelming, but uh, it'll be interesting. I think Sandy and Joe Musgrove are the, are the leaders in the clubhouse with Corbin Burns not too far behind there. Pablo Lopez in the conversation, too, but yep. yeah. 100%. Let's wrap with the AL Central Rookie of the Year, and this is tough. Like There are a lot of candidates that – aren't necessarily good at the moment. I, we look at a lot of the good rookies around the league and, you know, all eyes go to Jeremy Pena, right? He's going to, you know, he's the front runner for AL Rookie of the Year as it stands right now. He's in the AL West. You've got a bunch of very talented rookies in the NL East and the NL Central. Um, the AL Central, there were some great starts for guys like Stephen Kwan, but they have since cooled off. There were terrible starts for Bobby Witt Jr., but he's heating up a little bit. MJ Melendez hasn't been up for long enough. Um, who's your guy? He's in Minnesota, isn't he? Yeah, Gilberto Celestino, and he's not hitting for power more than he's just getting having singles drop. That average is, what, like 330 or something like that? Mm-hmm. So he, he's been producing for them. He's played enough games, but... I guess he would be the pick. This is probably the weakest award out of the three. Um, but if Melendez keeps doing what he's doing, it would probably be him. Yeah, so Melendez has played in 23 games, and, and he's kicking ass. 260 with a 329 OBP and a 494 slugging. That's all in all a, a 133 WRC+. plus. Celestino is rocking a 134 in eight more games. He's played in 31 games, and he's hitting 324 with a 398 OBP. So Celestino is doing more for a better team. Um, Now there is a lot more sex appeal with MJ Melendez's name because he was a top 100 guy and Gilberto Celestino. I bet you could ask 95% of baseball fans and they still would have no idea what team he plays for or that he is a major league baseball player. He's also out. Yeah. Uh, He's on the COVID IL as well. So yeah, that, that offense, as we said earlier, is depleted quick. It is depleted quick, uh, but yeah, I, it sucks to see Quan take this dip the way that he did. Yeah, yeah, and we know, like, I think he still has one of the league-leading contact rates, so he he's still doing what he does. I think there's just an adjustment period when you come up to the big leagues, and, you know, he had a great start. Maybe pitchers have figured him out a little bit. I think he will be just fine, though. Hundred percent. All right. This was the AL Central. T. Wright, Kendall McKee. They will talk to you with the AL West State of the Division tomorrow. Ryan, see you, man. See ya.